and welcome back to the Behind the Birds podcast. I'm your host today, Jay, aka Eagles underscore Empire, with my co-host today, the illustrious Eagles Intel Max. It's just a duo today. Nader, MIA. Donovan, MIA. Nader, if you see him on campus, let him know we're trying to find him. Donovan, though, he's not here today. Get him the K. Maybe, maybe not. But today, Max, what are we doing? We're doing a 1 through 32 mock draft. And I know you guys did one before, but you did it wrong because I wasn't there. It was awful. If you want a 1 through 32 mock draft, don't listen to theirs. Listen to me. I don't want to talk about Yeah, I like I, mock drafts are the favorite, my favorite pods. Draft season's the best. We're coming down, and tomorrow, two weeks away from tomorrow, it's the first round of the draft. How are we feeling? I mean, I feel good. I'm excited. I just want to skip two weeks, honestly. Can we just Pretty, like, a lot get of, there? We're hitting the overthought period of the draft where we're just, excuse me, talking about the same prospects. And unfortunately, this year, Justin Fields is getting the over-examination process, and he has absolutely been shredded for no reason. But that's nonetheless, we're not taking a quarterback because the Eagles didn't even show up to the pro day today for Jay Fields. Yeah, no, no quarterback. No, get out of your mind. No, I, I think I, I put a Deshaun Watson post out tonight, but no. It's no a, honestly, I, it, at this stage, it's, kind of, it's, it's ugly for him. I don't think he's playing football in 2021. No, neither do I. I agree he's with you. He's going to be on that commissioner's exempt list. And the, probably the only time we'll talk about Deshaun, unless something happens, is that he'll probably be on the commissioner's exempt list for this year. He won't play uh, if he gets cleared for 2022 and Jalen Hurts did not play well, the Eagles could say, hey, Houston, what's the plan? And if he's like, yeah, I hate Houston still, they could try and trade for him. But there's literally no chance Watson gets traded anytime soon. I don't – there's – it's kind of ugly. And there's, we don't really have to talk about it because it's kind of gross. But we're going to do a 1 through 32 mock as I share my screen. Oh, yeah. Because That's we're a very it. professional podcast here. We do it how we want to do it. Yeah, the pro football focus one, too. Last mock draft, I think me and Donovan used the draft network. But no trades on the draft network. And uh, just give yeah, a little is, there, there might be a little trade at the end of this first round. This is for free. We can also trade for, for free. free. Yeah, if you want to sponsor the pod, though, hey, hit us up. Uh, send through the Venmo. Yeah. But... First overall pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. This is probably the easiest pick. We know they're taking Trevor Lawrence. It doesn't even need to matter. There's a rumor going around. I think Rappaport said it that, like, Lawrence already owns a Jacksonville Jaguars playbook, basically. I don't know if that's legal or not. But well, I mean, they, whatever. They, I mean, It's kind of legal, I guess, running through plays with him. That's what uh, Field did today. He ran through a Shanahan place, and I think it was yeah. – what was the other team? Was it Falcons? Uh, I'm pretty sure he did strictly Kyle Shanahan stuff. Okay, that makes sense. But, like, if you look at the teams, like the Jets, Shanahan-type offense, the um, the Broncos are coming from a Shermer-type. It's basically – honestly, every team in the league wants to do what Kyle Shanahan does, which is pretty crazy to think here we are now. The Kyle Shanahan basically runs this, this league. <laughs> but anyway, we know that the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking Trevor Lawrence first overall. The pick is done. Unfortunately, truth. I can tell you on draft day, we're going to sit for the full five minutes or however long they get to make that pick. We're going to be sitting there for the entire time. They don't make it easy. Number two overall, the Jets wore at the Justin Fields Pro Day, but 
Rumor has it. This one's over, too. But throw it in. Zach Wilson. It's Yeah. Rumor has it that the Jets and Joe Douglas confirmed to Wilson that they will be picking Ooh, him. What did he say at the press conference? There was something he said at the press conference that just basically said. Uh, someone asked him because uh, first, I don't know why uh, Steve Young he is uh, so connected to BYU. He, like, he might have went to BYU. My knowledge of Steve Young isn't elite. Uh, apparently, Young has a lot of connections with BYU, and he said that uh, Joe Douglas and the Jets made a commitment to Wilson and his family that he'll be a Jet, and Douglas said, well, well, he's got a good connection there. So he basically said, yes, we're taking Zach Wilson. Yes. Oh, no, this is when it gets a little tricky, AJ. Now we're on the clock. The San Francisco 49ers. Today, I was – up until today, I was like, yeah, they're definitely Mac taking – Jones. They're definitely taking McCorkle Jones. Awful. But I feel – You saw today, the picture. You saw the picture of uh, Shanahan. I sent the picture into the group chat. Kyle, the way Kyle was looking at him – like the way Doug and Reich looked at Carson over dinner, that one picture we had. I feel like this is – I feel like it's going to be Justin Fields. And so I'm going to take him third overall. So now everything changes because we've been going off the opinion that Mac Jones is going to be the, the third overall pick. And I think now sitting at four, the, the Falcons have an interesting solution where it's are we trading down – are we taking a quarterback or are we taking Kyle Pitts? I, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been on the quarterback of trading down train, but recently I think you sent the what what tweet you sent this morning? How the media has more of so a I speculation sent, yeah. of what's actually gonna happen someone, or what's not gonna happen. Someone tweeted he's been talking to a couple of league sources. He's basically been saying, yeah, the, the media basically has no real clue what's happening in the first round, and I think that was kind of the uh, the sentiment last year. But we understood who the top 10 was. We knew Burrow. We knew Young were going to go to top two. We knew Okuda was going to be a line. We knew Tua was going to be a Dolphin. And we knew Herbert was going to be a, uh, a Charger. We didn't know that Andrew Thomas was going to go fourth overall, but we knew that the Giants were going to take a tackle. I don't think anyone thought Henry Ruggs would be the first receiver off the board and that Judy and Lamb would fall as far as they did. But this year seems a lot different where literally nobody has a damn clue. And Atlanta here... I think it's going to be Pitts. You're saying Kyle Pitts. It depends. See, that's the question. Atlanta, if Atlanta, I said, I've said some things that I think that Arthur Smith wants to keep Matt Ryan for long term and see where they go. I think Terry Fontenot wants to take a quarterback. And it all comes down to what that owner believes. Because, uh, believe it or not, Jeffrey Lurie is not the only owner that's involved in football. I know that's the topic of conversation, but Jeffrey Lurie is not the only overarching owner. If Arthur we, Blank, we've been playing against one for the past, what? 20, 30 years. So, I don't know what Blank wants. Rumor has it. He's leaning quarterback, I think. But I'm going to agree with you here. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts. And now that changes a lot of what falls after. The Cincinnati Bengals, they're basically deciding between are we taking Penny Sewell or Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Yeah. We've <clears throat> both been on the – all of us really have been on. They're going to take Chase. Well, I just think it makes sense. We saw the Bree report come out, what, probably a week or two ago. It came like, out yeah. before the trade-up, before the trade-down for Philly. Okay, and, so that's a while ago then. Yeah, so it's been coming up that Chase and Bur- Burrow wants Chase. Yes. And I think personally that 
the what makes the most sense is to listen to your star quarterback. I think Burrow has a lot of clout. And, like, there, and there's not like there's not going to be like in the second round. They'll still have options. There's still going to be tackles there. There's still Cincinnati be is another there. team I think could trade up in the for the in the back half of the first round for, for a an offense. Why not? Though. Yeah, why I think they? I actually think the issue for Cincinnati is their right guard hashtag Joe Goodberry because they have Jonah. Jonah yeah. Williams. They have Riley Reef, who again he's old, but they have him. They have a, a okay center, and they have an okay left guard. Their right guard is the issue. Their right guard last year was Michael Jackson. He let up 14 quarterback hits. That was the most of any offensive lineman by like, I think it was like six. I think that was six more than the next offensive lineman. So I think they have an issue at guard, not tackle. I think they take Jamar Chase. I agree with that. And now Miami, who Chris Greer was praised for the move up back to six, but now he's sitting at six, and there are no. I think everyone, all the Dol- yeah, the Dolphins fans, I think all thought that at least one Chase their Pitts will be on the board, which very well could be. But in our which situation here, he's not. So now, what do you do? I think they traded up with the mindset of three players. One of them was Pitts. One of them was Chase. And I do think Panay Sewell is someone they could consider because he is a, you know, a generational talent. They can also consider Jalen Waddle if they really were set on taking Even a receiver. Devontae Smith. They could this consider Devontae Smith. Tua, you know, that Tua connection right there. But here, what do you think? Where do you think we go here? I think in this situation, yeah, you're highly in over. I think it's going to be hard to pass up on Panay Sewell. I, will I mean, you, they need offensive help. You want to make sure Tua's – you know, as protected as possible, as the most weapons around him. I don't think, I don't think that, uh, whatever. Who do they even have a tackle right now? I couldn't even tell so you. So they're left. So here's a, here's a here's a concept here. So the the idea is if okay, you have a quarterback, you protect their blind side, and that's your left tackle. Well, two is a left-handed quarterback. His blind side's his right side. They don't have a definitive right tackle. They do have Robert Hunt, who is a uh, a second year player he was a second round pick but he projects more guard they have two rookie guards they had kindley and hunt they could always cut they could cut eric flowers after the draft which i've heard from certain dolphins fans is a possibility they cut flowers or you bench him doesn't really matter uh hunt and kindley are your starters and if you put penisola at right tackle and he and you have austin jackson on the other side we're taking penisola the detroit Lions now are an interesting option I think everyone has mocked them Jalen Waddle, but I just cannot for my brain does not think that a Dan Campbell led team is going to take Waddle. There's no, two I, players I, I, I think, have. Okay, go. Let me hear it. Two players. This is the highest Michael Parsons could go. This yeah, is the highest Devontae Smith. And this is the highest Devontae Smith could go. Really? What makes you say Devontae Smith over Jalen Waddle? Out of curiosity. I think because I think I think Detroit is going to try and build. I think they're an old school, top, old school style thinking team. I, I mean, this is Brad Holmes's first draft. I don't, don't really know what he's thinking at GM. Dan Campbell's an older coach or an older philosophy of Anthony Lynn. It definitely seems like an older type organization right now. And I feel like they would just say, hey, Demonte Smith's a better football player. Look at the production. I don't think they're banking on analytics like some other teams. So yeah, I think, no, I think – all right, so let me tell you, where are you leaning here? Are you leaning Devontae Smith? I'm leaning – I'm leaning Micah Parsons. Really? 
because I'm just it's that's where I'm leaning. That wide receiver core is absolute trash, but I feel like you, it's a deep wide receiver class. They'll be able to get a good I'm one. Saying. A you can get another guy at thirty something wherever they're picking. Yeah. No, I totally hear that. All right, go Parsons. I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that pick. Now the Carolina Panthers are on the clock, and here's the issue now for Carolina. Trade down. The quarterbacks are gone, but there's a quarterback available. Trade down. This is the first option to trade down. Now, who's going to trade down? Let's look at the options behind us. The rumor has it that the Washington football team absolutely loves Trey Lance. What about New England? Sitting at 15. Denver, the rumor is right now that Denver, if Trey Lance is available, will take him. Yeah, I've heard that one. I think Detroit was also a trade-down possibility. I think, yeah, definitely a trade-down. I think seven, I eight think, are up for grabs. I think Carolina is a big trade-down plus possibility, I'm sorry. I think we're going to have a bold move here. Are you going Washington? The Chicago Bears. Oh, the Bears. Okay, you know, that, that's, say, that's smart for them, though. You know, you have, one year, you have Lance sit one year, obviously, behind all. We're going to go to our uh, – Handy dandy oh, trade handy machine. Dandy trade machine here. Chicago Bears picking 20th overall. So for Chicago to really acquire the eighth pick, they're going to need to trade the first, the 20th pick, the 52nd pick, a first round pick next year, and likely another first round pick. So you're trading three first round picks total, plus this yeah. year's second. I also think you're trading next year's third and a second in 2022, 2023. I'm sorry. All right. So it's the whole trade. Let's just recap the whole trade here. So this is what the trade is going to be. I'm throwing. So the trade is going to be Chicago Bears are trading a 2021 first, 2021 second, a 2022 first, a 2022 third, and a 2022, 2023 first. Carolina is sending a 2021 first, which is the eighth pick, and they are getting back and they trading a third round pick next year. And Chicago now owns the eighth overall. Pick. Yeah, I like that. I like that trade. We're going to force this trade to happen because that's. This is the game we're playing. And Chicago now sits eighth overall. Ryan and you take Pace, Lance there. And we're taking Trey Lance. Okay, now this is when it gets interesting here. Do you, do you, if you're the Broncos, do you say Mac Jones is a lot better than Drew Locke? We're going to take him and let them compete. Or I, say, gonna... I say, I say yes. I say Denver at nine is now going I don't, to... I don't think he's going to be much better. I think they do take him. I agree with you. I do think it's going to happen if he's there. It's already done. It's been, he's been picked. But I don't think he's that much better than Drew Locke. I think their better option there would be to take a cornerback or if Michael Parsons was there, Michael Parsons. But Michael Parsons obviously not there. Or even Rashawn Slater, honestly. So I would say the draft is falling out pretty well for <clears> Philadelphia. Yeah, you got four guys right here. You, you, um, so now Dallas is on the clock. Two of them are going to be there. I think Dallas is going to take Patrick Sertan. Yeah, I agree with that. No matter what the public perception is of J.C. Horn, I think Sertan is. I that think they guy take Sertan. Them. Here's what I'm telling you right now. I think they take Sertan, but in the off chance Sertan goes nine to the Broncos, they decide to go cornerback. I think they would take Slater. I think they would take Slater as well. Yeah. So but I, here's but Sertan in this situation, yes, Sertan. I agree with that. So they take Patrick Sertan. Now the Giants <clears> are on the clock, and here's a pretty good scenario for New York. They're sitting here with Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Rayshon Slater, and J.C. Horn available. I could see all of them being an option. I could also see Aziz Olajar 
Ojulari. I never will say his name correctly. Yeah, no. As an option. I've been hearing that name come I put him in my 1-12 to mod today. So here's now the question. I think it's going to be between I think Waddle, between... Smith, or Slater. Yeah, I agree with that. It, uh, so they do need – so Slater projects as a right tackle or a guard. They have Andrew Thomas. They took Matt Pert in the third round last year. They're yep. bringing back Nate Solder. I don't know where he's playing. Their guard situation, I don't know. We know who's starting at right guard. They have Will Hernandez, who got benched. They have a sixth-round pick out of Oregon, Shane Lumino. So I don't know what the guard situation is there. Yeah, but I don't think you're you're not but are you taking on a, a sixth-round pick. Yes, but then are you taking a – they could – them taking a guard, 11th overall, doesn't surprise me because looking at what they've done in the past under Gettleman, they took a running back, second overall. They took a no, a run-stuffing defensive tackle, 17th overall. Yeah. And I, what, did they, what did they do last year? They took Andrew Thomas, who was not even close to Christian Wirfs and Dedrick Wills. Yeah. But then there's the – then Daniel Jeremiah mentioned the other day that they're looking at weapons. Ugh, I, th- I think in this situation, I think they would take Devontae Smith. And I have another thing. I, uh, a Chargers reporter, uh, the other, uh, I can't remember when, a few weeks ago maybe, mentioned that the Chargers feel that one of Penny Sewell or Rashawn Slater will be there for them at 13. That's the feeling in L.A. So I think Devontae Smith goes. Here. I, would look, overall. I think that's a smart pick. And that's where the Heisman winner goes. Because that's, again, New York, not an organization who's looking at analytics. This is a Gettleman judge pick. Now you're Philadelphia. I think the overall understanding is that they probably would take J.C. Horn, but Jalen Waddell is available. See, here's the thing with this. <clears throat> I think they look into, like, their whole situation here. I think, obviously, you're either taking Horn or Waddell in this situation. Yes. But with the deep wide receiver class, I think that might push them more towards Horn. Because let's look at some wide receivers that might be available in the second. We're looking at maybe a possible trade of the late first for Bateman. We're looking at Terrace Marshall Elijah, Jr. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Marshall Rondell Jr. Moore. So, looking at a few different got- wide receivers who are going to be available there in the second round or maybe just a little bit of a trade up there. What cornerbacks are you looking at that are going to be good? Yeah. Like, you're not going to look at many. I, th- I don't think Asante Samuel Jr. is making it to 37. Uh, Greg Newsom is not going to make it out to 37. Really, it's a kind of it's a. You're you're corner, looking at Eric Stokes who might yeah. be a reach at 37. Tyson Campbell. I fed a Melon Fonwu who I like, but again, 30 37. They might think eh, not yet. Yeah. I think they will add a veteran corner before or after Training the draft. Camp. I think around probably in end of early May, around the same time they probably signed like Legarrette Blunt. So Dallas is tough. I don't really know. <clears throat> it's Waddle or it's Horn. I think in this situation, I think it would be Horn. So I agree. It's hard to leave Waddle on the board, though. And that's where I'm thinking. You, do the, you see what strategy you can do later, and you take Waddle. You're taking Waddle. I think take Waddle, and, I'm gonna, and, and later on, I have a plan. All right, we'll go with Waddle. So we're taking Jalen Waddle. So now the Chargers are on the clock. Obvious pick, they take Rayshon Slater. Yeah, not even a question. 
Now J.C. Horn slipping a little bit, but Minnesota here. I, I think Quiddy Pay. I see them taking Quiddy Pay. That's the lowest I think Pay goes. Now the now the Patriots here, the quarterbacks are gone. But I think they take this is where I think the slide for J.C. Horn ends. No, yeah, I would think based on how the board's falling here. There's not a wide receiver I'd take at 15 right now with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle both being gone. They need a cornerback to line up next to Stephon Gilmore, who might not be there very much longer. Yeah, I'd go J.C. Horn. I can also see a scenario where Minnesota drops down one pick to 16. Well, two picks to 16. Arizona jumps up. They jump New England to take Horn, New England, and then they could still get pay come 16. Arizona now is interesting. And here's the thing. The defensive tackle class is relatively weak. We can agree. Yes, I agree with that. Well, Arizona just so happens there are some conversations that the def- at the defensive tackle will probably go higher than he should. And the only one that could go very high, I think, is Christian Barrymore from Alabama. I think, yeah, I think Barrymore will go top Arizona 20. with very little needs. Barmore, Barrymore. They take Christian Barrymore. Surprise. Sure up that, sure up that uh, off of the line. I think that's where J.C. Horn would – that's the latest J.C. Horn can go, 16. I agree. Now, <clears throat> the Raiders are sitting, and they're ecstatic because Christian Darishaw just slipped to them at 17. That's an easy selection. Well, go. now there's the Miami Dolphins. They took Penai Sewell earlier. You're thinking we probably have to get our quarterback a weapon. You think they go Bateman here? I think they take Rashad Bateman. I think Bateman will go higher than I think people expect, and they take Bateman. Now the Washington football team's on the clock. I think they want to look at a fucking offensive tackle or something too. You think they you go think, okay? I think they would take Jeremiah Uusukomea, put him in that defense. Because the tackles really aren't there right now. And I think he fits to them rather well. So they take him. Now, the Panthers, who are on the clock, they traded back, remember, from eight. They're looking around. They're looking at 20. They still need a corner. Now, they took a corner at the last time, A.J. Boyer. They need receivers. They need quarterback help. But I think they're in the position to take maybe best player available. And they're looking around. What could they really do? I think this is a tough pick for them. But I think Carolina, who is a rebuilding football team, who can wait a little bit, takes Caleb Farley. That makes sense. I mean, Farley's going to play next year. It's not more of that. He's going to play. He's going to play. a Sidney Jones situation. Now, Indianapolis – they let their well, their friend, their left tackle retired, Anthony Costanza. Yes. So now they need a tackle, and the word is that one guy that they really like, we scroll down is Oklahoma State's Tevin Jenkins. That would make that would make sense. He slipped to him. It's a good slipped pick. Him. I think yeah, I think it's a stinking ceiling. Honestly, twenty one. Now we have the Tennessee Titans. They cut a lot of veteran corners. They did bring in. Chidobe. Oh, no, it's not Chidobe. Who they, they signed a corner, I think. I'm trying to remember. They signed Janoris Jenkins. No, he draft, went to Saints. 
No, he got cut by the Saints. And then he went to oh, Tennessee. Oh, he went to Tennessee. Yeah, never mind. Mixed up. I think this <clears> is where – I think this is a location for Northwestern's – Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom. Now the Jets are an interesting option. I think they. this is where I think the second edge rusher comes off the board, and I think they gamble on the very talented but concussion-prone Jalen Phillips. Yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, honestly, if he wasn't concussion-prone, he's probably going top 15. Yes. Now here come the Steelers at 24. We continue the trend of first-round running backs. And they take if I can uh, find if I can find him a little bit does, down does not seem to be ranked very high. PFF does not like running backs. Tell you that. PFF did not like Najee Harris, but Najee Harris is a first round pick. Pittsburgh gets a running back now. Jacksonville. Jacksonville took Trevor Lawrence. The receivers there for him aren't very great right now on the board at least. They just franchise tag Cam Robinson. There is some tackles on the board. Dylan Rudiaz. I don't think Walker Little goes that high. Uh, but some guy who actually slipped pretty far. Here, Oh, I forgot about him. Eliza Vera Tucker. Honestly, he will not slip this far. We made a mistake. No, definitely will not. I don't think he would actually have gotten past Carolina. Well, for whatever reason, he fell. And he's, and going, he's to going to the Jacks. Jacksonville. That's easy. Cleveland now on the board. They just signed Jadevian Clowney. They're not looking at. They're not taking defense. For, they're not going to take a defensive end first round though. I think I he's looking at linebacker. He's looking linebacker. Linebacker does not seem very strong. I'm looking at Zayvon Collins. Are you thinking Zayvon Collins? I'm thinking Zayvon Collins. I think they're going to shore up that defense to the linebacker. I think they don't. I don't think they're going to. I kind of. I do. That does make sense. I don't think they're going to reach up on a edge rusher there. Who we got? Aziz Oshunlari. I don't think it makes sense for them to take an edge rusher right here either. But hey. See what the board looks like. Let's look at the corners. Sante Samuel Jr. You, you, you see what I'm smelling? You see what I'm putting out here? Mm. You see what I'm putting out here? I think I'm picking up what you are uh, you see what I'm putting down throwing here? down a little bit. You see what I'm putting down here? Going to the trade function. <clears throat> there are probably no trades, but I'm going to. Going to pick. Override. We're going to override a little bit. We're going to pick 37. <laughs> offering the 37. Good friend, pick. Andrew Barry. Andrew Barry. We're also going to offer the 84th pick. Cleveland's going to get the 26th pick. And then Philly gets a late round pick from them. Like yeah. two, we'll get 211. Makes sense. We're going to force this trade to happen. Philadelphia is now picking 26th overall. For our uh, good friend Asante Samuel's son. And I think Asante Samuel Jr. is going much higher than people think. No, he's going first round. He will go first round. And they take a corner. So I think we talked about it or hinted at it a little bit that in this scenario, there is a possibility where Philadelphia takes the corner and tries to trade up in that same spot. I think in that same area or even lower, there's a receiver that could go here or could go later. And we can talk about him if he gets picked. Baltimore now sitting here thinking, well, Cleveland didn't take an edge rusher. Thank you for Aziz 
Olajar. Thank you. The Saints are now on the clock. They need a receiver, a linebacker, a corner. Eagles jumped them for Asante Samuel. The corners aren't very great right now. Farley went off the board, maybe a little higher than they thought. What about the quarterbacks? Nothing there. Quarterbacks, a corner. I thought I was saying they ain't saying taking a cornerback. Quarterback. The linebackers, Zayvon Collins is here, but I think Cleveland traded down with the mindset that Zayvon Collins would be available for them at thirty-seven. Really. So here's where the guy I think the Eagles could trade up for later would go. That's Terrace Marshall Jr. Think how makes you, sense. Just keep him in the great state of Louisiana. The Saints cut Emmanuel Sanders. They really don't have a great receiving core anymore. They take Terrace Marshall. Green Bay, unfortunately, does not get that player. Green Bay, I think, should take a tackle. Walker Little or Dalen Radins. Pick your poison. Or Samuel Cosme. I think Samuel Cosme goes here. Now the Buffalo Bills. I don't know where I saw it, but someone mentioned that Jason Owa and the Buffalo Bills could be a thing. I could see it. He seems like a Sean McDermott guy. Was so he? Take... He wasn't involved in the whole Michael Parsons hazing thing, was he? No, Jason Owa was not. <clears throat> yeah, no. Was, good character guy then. Uh, I think it was Uter Gross Matos was. That's who it was. So Jason Owa, now the Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock. Wide receiver. I think they take Elijah Moore. Dynamic player. Could they see someone with size? I think they could. Could they also take an edge rusher? I think they could. I think they're going to go with um, I think they're, I think they're taking a receiver. They went pretty big swings. Guys like, guys like Juju, so-and-so. We're going to take Elijah Moore. And then the Bucks really don't need a lot. You want to hear a crazy prediction right here? You're going to say David Mills? I was going to say Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond. I was going to say Trevor Morgan. I mean, you can take him too. I'm just saying crazy prediction. Wouldn't be surprised if it's a quarterback at 32. So let's go over. I would not be surprised. Let's go over what happened. Number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars took Trevor Lawrence. Number two, the New York Jets took Zach Wilson. Number three, the 49ers took Justin Fields. Number four, the Falcons, Kyle Pitts. Number five, the Bengals, Jamar Chase. Number six, the Dolphins, Penai Sewell. Number seven, the, the Lions, Michael Parsons. Number eight, the Chicago Bears traded up for Trey Lance. Number nine, look at this. Actually, listen to this right here. We had four Alabama players go in the row. Nine, <laughs> the Broncos take Mac Jones. They produced, play that. Ten, the Cowboys take Patrick Sertan. 11, the Giants take Devontae Smith. The Eagles take Jalen Waddle at 12. 13, Rayshon Slater to the Chargers. 14, Quiddy Pay to the, the Vikings. J.C. Horn at 15 to the Patriots. Christian Barmore, 16 to the Cardinals. Christian Darashaw, 17th to the Raiders. Rashad Bateman, 18th to the Dolphins. Jeremiah owusu Cormea, 19th to the football team. Caleb Farley. Honestly, I feel like you could swap Elijah Vera Tucker and Caleb Farley like that, but whatever. Caleb Farley goes 20th overall. Honestly, if Caleb Farley was probably healthy, he'd probably be a better rated prospect then. No, I think the health concerns are definitely the big thing for his falling. Yeah, but if he was if he was healthy, obviously he's a better prospect. Number 21, Tevin Jenkins to the Colts. Number two, number 22, Greg Newsom to the Tennessee Titans. Number 23, Jalen Phillips. They could also take Vera Tucker. They take Jalen Phillips. Number 24, the Najee Harris of the Steelers. We got the 
Jacksonville Jaguars, Elijah Vera Tucker. And then the Eagles traded up from 37 to 26 to take Asante Samuel Jr. Then the Ravens take Aziz Ojolar. 27, 28, Ter- Terrace Marshall Jr. to the Saints. Number 29, Samuel Cosme to the Packers. 20, well, 30, 30, Jason Owa to the Buffalo Bills. 31, Elijah Moore to the Chiefs. And then Trevor Mooring, 32, to the Buccaneers. If we're discussing Eagles tradebacks, I think once you hit Baltimore at 26, that's where you can basically try and 26 to I say 30 is the sweet spot for the Eagles to trade back. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you want to get in between. Yeah, you want to get before that Kansas City. Last year, the the Chargers traded a they traded like a pick in the 70s to get the 23rd pick from New England. I think that's if you go down three picks, 26. I feel like 84 is a good value for Cleveland. And then if you wanted, if you did the exact same thing and you took Horn at 12 or Sertan, you come back down, you're looking at Marshall and Moore. Because Bateman, I think, will go, I think is out of the trade down range. I think, I think uh, Carolina, really, once you get lower into these late teens, Miami, Washington, Carolina, Tennessee, Indianapolis, those seem like pretty solid options for Bateman. I don't know if, if he gets out of that stretch. I think he's falling. Yes. No, there's a few teams. Yeah, I think. Where did we have Bateman going? Was it 15? No. We had Bateman going 18th to Miami. Yeah, so obviously I think the places Bateman go in this situation, 20th to the Panthers could be a possibility. The Colts, I, I think the Titans could be a possibility, but I would think they would rather cornerback like Newsom over Bateman. <laughs> Um, I was trying to think. I don't really think the Jets will take a wide receiver around one at twenty-three. No, Not I think they're in, looking. I think they're looking at an edge. Twenty-five Jags could take him there. Try and get Lawrence a weapon. Yeah, uh, they have. I mean, they have Chark and they have Lavisca Chenault, but I guess taking him makes sense. I don't think they have much else at receiver. I think. I think look, them sitting at thirty-three. I think they would probably take. I think that's where the. That's where Kadarius Tony, I think, ends up is Jacksonville at 33, unless uh, Kansas City takes him. Makes sense. Like some of the, if you look at some of the best players on the board, Dylan Rudin, Rad News. No, there's there's a ton of guys on the board that if the Eagles didn't trade up, that yeah, I'd be happy with. Trade it up. I think honestly, I think Asante Sam is a first round prospect. I think people are gonna say, oh, he's a nickel corner. That's not a that's not a nickel corner. He is a he's like the same height as Jair Alexander and like give or take five pounds. Not oh yeah. It's a lazy comparison. Is he? And then the only issue I could see is that he is not the prototypical build of a Jonathan Gannon corner, but I think they already want Maddox in the slot. You have Slay. I think Asante is a outside corner. Just take him. He's a good football player. Take him. Don't worry about it. There's no corner better than him. And you give up, what a third round pick to guarantee your guy doesn't really not really a big deal but if, if, they're, if they're actually sitting at 37 where you look at guys uh dylan radnos i actually think he'll be the Bengals are kind of sitting there probably hoping that he or alex leatherwood slip to them yeah zavin collins gregory rousseau Kadarius tony <laughs> boogie basham ronnie perkins landon dickerson De- diami brown 
Jabril Cox, Elijah Molden, Richie Grant, Javon Holland. There's a lot of good football players here. And I don't think they overpaid to get, you know, the, the fourth best, like the fifth best corner in the class. I think it's a, I think it's a stronger cornerback class than last year. Yes, no, I agree. I think there's definitely a few guys that the second round, you know, our boy, I'm hoping to have him on the pod before we get to draft night. Take Juan. Take Juan. If they, I feel, I don't know where no, he's going to get picked. Not, I don't think he's going to go second round. I don't. But I but, think if, yeah, if you, if you own that fourth round pick, so yeah. in a scenario they Ted, I think like picking, having two top 32 picks, is, <clears> I would ha- I'd rather have that than 70 or 84. No, no, I agree with that. Perfectly fine parting with one of those picks. If you can keep, obviously, now you're only picking. You want to keep one of those thirds, though. You're picking three players instead of four, but you're getting the best possible player. And in his scenario, we're still picking 70th. You're getting two first-round talents. Yeah, you look at that. You could take a receiver. Well, not not this scenario, but there's, that's a, I think that's a, that's a probably a spot I would say for Peyton Turner. We've heard a lot about Peyton Turner in the past few days. So if they came out <clears throat> this first two days with All right, how about how about this though? Ready for this one? I was while well, you were doing a bunch of your picks, I was reading a little Tony Pauline article. Oh, Pauline said something. Oh yeah. Eagles are showing a lot of interest in Louisiana Tech running back Israel Tucker as an undrafted free agent though. Okay, I didn't really know. It doesn't mean much, but you know, I've been clamoring for at least something. Where did he say that? Uh, in the undrafted free agent article he dropped, uh, he just retweeted it. The other, like, if while you we while you we were going through all your picks, I was, I don't know. I, they're probably gonna take a running back. That's what like, I'm saying. If, Late if round picking, running back, undrafted. If you're picking a running sense. back and like they have two seventh round picks, they have. I I, I don't think they're picking eleven players. Like, yeah, I, neither do I. I think they're picking nine. I think they could trade some of these picks for picks next year too. Like, the if you have all these picks. I would I would have no fear moving a third round pick this year and a second, you know, move up in the first because you're gonna have three first round picks next year. Or two seconds, or two firsts and two seconds. You're having you're at you're least stock, two firsts. You stockpile picks. So you're in a perfect position to move. No, some they're of in a great picks. position next year. I th- I, I actually really I do believe if there's a team willing to move down, I think Philly's <clears> doing it. Like I'm very confident in saying they can at take twelve. Two, no, at, at from moving from 37. I think they stay at 12 unless unless Kyle Pitts or Jamar or, Chase or, yeah, falls. I agree with that. But the issue is, why would Detroit not take one of them? So I, I don't think they will. That's why I don't think they're I don't trading. Think Detroit, I don't think Detroit would take Pitts, but I do think they would take. Because if you look at the scenario where we were at 12 with Waddle, Slater, Pay, and Horn there. Yeah. I, I said I have my list of the sensational six that I – Say that this is this is this is the six I believe the Eagles are picking from, and I think it's a pretty consensus list of Waddle, Horn, Slater, Sertan, Pay. And I have I cannot think of somebody else. Horn, Sertan, Horn, Smith, Waddle, Slater, Pay. So six. Yeah. Four of those six players were available. <laughs> the only two that were not because uh, Sertan went eleven and or ten, and then Smith went eleven. So. I don't know, like people are saying, oh, what if this nightmare scenario plays out where two corners go and Waddle goes in the first and it or the top ten. And it's like, well, the I thing, think that's, yeah. the that's thing rather the draft unlikely. Is nobody has any idea what's happening after pick two. Literally none. 
I think for the first time in a while, I think 2017 really hurt wide receivers because that was a year three went in the top 10. Corey Davis, I wouldn't call him a bust, but he's, but not, he's not a top 10 pick. He's not a, if they took him fifth overall, they thought not he was going to be elite. That's what you went to. Mike, Mike, Will, Mike Williams went seventh. He's not elite. Injuries. And then John Ross is a bust. Huge bust. So right. the first receiver last year. I remember that. Apparently, Eagles rumors came out about the not Mike Williams as much, but Corey Davis and John Ross. They would they. That year they had, I don't know where they had Humphrey rated, but I knew, like I remember, like Howie said, like yeah, him and Douglas were like yeah, Barnett is that dude. And it's honestly, like he's a pretty fine pick. I if, like calling Barnett a bust is kind of dumb. Like people just kind of do it to like spite like oh how he's a bad GM because Barnett's a bust. Like what happened? That. Nothing. That's just apparently it's gonna be a lot of inside information on Paulina Wingo's show tonight. So I guess he's gonna be tuning in. This kid. Hey, he's our he's our plug for Love. information. Yeah, once Trey Wingo gonna come on the pod, I'm gonna DM him again. But so yeah, you're gonna get your top prospects are here. I think they would take Waddle, but there's Horn, there's Pay, there's Slater. I'm not really worried about not getting a player at 12. But like we said, I don't think they're done on day one. I don't think I, I they're don't know, done. I can't say if they're going to be done on day one this early when it's two weeks out. But I do think if it's a player they really like who is slipping, they will make the call and try and get up in the end of the first I round. Think they, yeah, We've they, seen they, it's, it's been a recent trend in a lot of mock drafts, like the past day or two. Yeah, I think – I mean, when you have all these picks, that's – I think if Bateman starts to slip and they take Horner or Sertan first – in the first round. Yeah, you try it. You they're try getting it. up. They're getting up there. No, I don't think there's going to be a debate. I think they're getting up there. And the thing is... You're getting wide receiver four in the draft, and arguably, Sertan or, Horta- Sertan or Horn can be argued both ways as cornerback one and two. I think we all do it. We kind of overvalue certain picks. We should not... The, whatever player they get at 84 is not going to be better than getting someone at 20 five or 26 or 27 that's just not possible no i agree with you so yeah you get rid of one pick but you're getting a substantially better player than you would have if you sat at both picks so whoever you get at 37 and whoever you get at 84 are they both worth not having the player you wanted this draft's gonna be unpredictable for the eagles and the whole nfl in general I don't. Yeah, I don't know what. I really. Nobody has any out, idea what's going outside on. of the first two picks. And again, we're almost fourteen days out. At this point in time, if I look back, if I, if you know, because this is the un. We this is when Nader's not here. We don't have any structure. No, none. There's no structure here without Nader. Sorry, Nader. I'm gonna go back. Gonna scroll back through the IG, see if we can get some when rumors started to happen. I mean, rumors start to happen whenever. And I mean, I think rumors. The first like real off-season rumor we got from the Eagles, what probably two hurts starts in where when we all knew what's out the door. Yeah, and we've been on that. Let's say it again, Jay. We've been on that since the start, folks. We knew we were. We've been on this thing. But no, Andrew Brandt. Andrew Brandt kept on telling us it's not happening. Andrew it's Brandt's not happening. a liar. Let's see. Let's see when, because I remember Kaplan and Mosher mentioned it. That yes. So on March 26th is when the Eagles first had conversations with Jalen Rager. Yes. Scroll down. On, I know they had, and then remember there was the on April 17th there was a, a uh, yeah. April 17th last year. Oh, you're all the way last, last year. 
I last thought, year. I'm, I I'm thought looking you, back the last year to see what things happened. You're going back, back. So here's the thing. There was at one, at one point, this came from a Snapchat. The, someone, uh, Jalen Rager posted a picture of caps because you get 15 caps when you get picked, put on when you get picked. Yeah, yeah. And someone, you know, swiped up and asked him, like, oh, who's mostly interested in you? And he said, I think it was the Raiders, the Eagles, and the Saints. Oh, I remember that. I actually do I, I remember him saying the Raiders. Oh, the, Ra- the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Raiders were the teams most interested in Jalen Rager. Then, Wasn't there on, one person last year that they like? everyone knew the Eagles were going to take? Probably. Probably Wallace. Know. It might have been Wallace. Oh, it was Wallace. Well, they had – so they actually – Davion Taylor and Wallace were pretty – they actually – and then on April 17th, it was reported the Eagles have recently held pre-draft FaceTime meetings with Jalen Rager and Kayvon Wallace, speak of the devil. Yeah. And then we, we really haven't gotten many like top-notch prospect meetings. We heard Horn because he told us at the pro day, but they're all obviously over Zoom. Yeah, we haven't gotten any like top-tier. We guys. haven't heard anything besides. I don't think we've heard any top guys besides Horn. We've heard Marshall and the Eagles have continuously been talking. Uh, Tony. I think that's like the only three big guys we've actually heard from. Yeah, and then another one on April twentieth. Okay. This came from I think John Clark. He had the Eagles have spoken to TCU head coach Gary Patterson about two players. Remember that Jeff, Jeff Gladney and Jalen Rager. Remember and that then, one. And then we had so the draft first round of the draft this year last year was on the twenty third. Then in on the twenty second. Mosher and Kaplan mentioned that the, the four players the Eagles will be deciding between most likely are Rager, Ayuk, Chason, and Murray. Not even a Jefferson. They're right. And so with the draft then, was early last year. You say the twenty second? The draft, the first round of the draft was on April twenty third. Why couldn't it be that like that this year? It'd be next Friday. Well it's always, yeah, it's always gonna fall on a Thursday <clears> though. It could have been know. yeah. I know. I don't know <clears> what the schedule and then like, how many they made they <clears> made ten picks last year. They had eight. Day yeah. three. Day three is apt. Like they have so many picks on day three. I would. I would move. I would move sixth round picks to get a fourth round pick. I'm fine picking. I think eight or nine. I think is where they is how many players I think they pick. <clears throat> um. Yeah. I know what they need to do is trade one of those picks to get picks next year. It's honestly the best way to do it. They did that. Honestly, they <clears throat> they actually done that where they trade out of a round. Like last year, they traded out of the fourth round, <clears throat> but got a fifth from Dallas in the future. They got a fifth and then two fifths, basically. That's what they should do again this year. They should try and trade out of, like, the fifth round, try and get a fourth the next year for it, just straight up. Yeah. <clears throat> but they made, like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven day three picks. They could make, like, six or seven again. So, yeah, and, like, right now, like, we have not gotten many rumors if I just looked at my list that I have seen. We've heard interviews, but I think, really – the one I just told you, which is really a no-name rumor about Israel Tucker, who cares? Yeah. That's like the only person we, I think we've had like reported interest in. Like really, besides like I, Pitts and Chase, obviously, but that's out of reach. Out of reach like now. Peyton, they had Peyton, Peyton Turner. They they've talked to a few times. Peyton Turner, Harris Marshall, that rumor. Uh, that's probably really it. That really is it. Uh, J.C. Horn. They have a meet. They had a meeting with him after his pro day, and then. He said, and they actually they worked him out at the pro day. Either McDonald or Wilson worked him out that day. We also haven't really seen the Eagles go to any pro days. We saw the quarterbacks coach and Steichen go to Lance's. 
Yeah, that was really it. But but no, that, even then, they weren't really considering it. They were just kind of doing their homework. That's cool. Yeah. Because then, like, obviously, they're not picking them. But I don't I, – I don't – we could have some – we have, like – and like six players is a lot. Like it's not like oh, it's gonna be between one and two. Six players is a lot of players to discuss. We have no clue what's gonna happen later. And because like, I, I would say if they came out with Waddle and Samuel Jr., they killed it. I would say that's a great day one. Like um yeah no not even a question. I think Waddle Samuel Jr. is a great day one. Few other ones I like, obviously. Uh, um, PFF kind of useless. They don't have a scattering report. <laughs> uh, they're not going to give you a scattering report. You need to buy that, buddy. Yeah, I ain't buying that. Um, Waddle, about, I think. About, this is not. Yeah, go to Lance Airline. Lance Airline. Go to Lance Airline's prospects reports. This is not a. Uh, there's no structure. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> yeah, there really isn't. There's no structure. fun though. We make it more fun. Uh, Nader one. Nader wants us to have structure. Yeah, screw that. Stupid Yale boy. No. Um, yeah, this What's is this loads this is what I'm you. Okay. Really. So he came in at 5'10, 180. I think Jair is 5'10. I think Jair pushes 190. Around there. So let's see. Let me get this, get this video away. <clears throat> So none of this basically says he's a nickel corner. Let's see. All right, Jay. So would you say your best favorite outcome then from the draft for the Eagles perspective is Jalen Waddell at 12 and trade back in for Asante Samuel? Is ideal? That your, is that your ideal? Yes, ideal. I'd say that's ideal like 1A, like 1B. One, like what's your ideal first, second round combo or like first trade up again? My yeah. ideal, so... One-two. Ideal one-two combo. So ideal first and second picks no matter what? Yes. I would say Horn slash Sertan and Bateman slash Marshall. That's like one, like the rec- the corner receiver. Yes, no, that's my first one. I agree with and that. And then my second one is Waddle corner, whether that's Newsom or Asante Samuel. I don't even what whatever look good. I don't think I don't think Newsom will get to tradable range, but Sante Samuel, yeah, no, I would agree with that. I like that one. Because there is a scenario because if you look like Waddle went twelve here, but Parsons could let's say Waddle went or Smith went seven, Waddle went uh, Waddle went eleven, they pass on Smith, they take Horn. Or Dallas takes Horn for some reason, boom. Certain falls there. Yeah. There's just so many different options, like different combos. Like nobody knows if the Eagles are going to lean, if they lean Horn or Sertan, if they lean no, wide receiver know. over cornerback, if they're – And then they're probably going to be like – like they're probably going to have, again, those <clears> six <throat> players are probably the top six players on the board come to pick, and then it's, well, how far away are they? What was – um? what did – Kaplan said, what, it was wide receiver cornerback for the Eagles? Is that what he basically said? That tweet? It was Derek Gunn. Oh, Gunn. Gunn said, if I look it up, because I don't like Derek Gunn only tweets. Yeah, he only tweets sources stuff. Yeah, sources are barbecue. And, and that, that actually, that really caught my attention because I did not think they were going to take a receiver. But when Gunn Doubling says. Doubling up it, on wide receivers, definitely. So Gunn says, my sources keep telling me if the Eagles stay at 12, at the 12 spot it, in the first round, they will target a wide receiver or a defensive back. And Gunn usually does not miss. 
and there's and Gun has no reason to say anything wrong, and there's no reason for them to use Gun as, as a, a as a trade person. Like there's not, just no yeah, reason to yeah. Bait. There's no really reason to use him anywhere. <clears throat> like they also just we know proven. Everyone knows it. We know who Howie. You know, like we know who Howie uses as plugs, and it's Rap and Schefter. Like it's like you know it. Everyone knows Sh- it. Or <clears throat> Rapport. It's even more Rapport, I would say, than Chef. I feel like even Barrier and, like, you know. It's so how, how rap, he uses rap does a lot of that stuff, that nonsense. How he uses the media. Yeah, it's a fun time. All right, well, I think we're wrapping it up now, honestly. Just kind of yeah, got it really off structure at the end, but how I had fun really, talking. It doesn't matter. This is, about, this is about having fun. Yeah, and hey, we're, uh, what are we... Tomorrow, tomorrow will be two weeks out. Honestly, I think a couple <clears throat> days ago I was. It was the. It was like. Well, we're gonna drop what? Probably we're definitely gonna do a pod next week too. I'm gonna try and get take a while on that one. So today is the four. Today's the fourteenth. Tomorrow's the fifteenth. We'll probably get another one, at least two more, three more pods, in before I definitely believe we'll be potting. My guess. My guess is we have one next week, and then the following week we throw out two. Maybe three before the draft, depending on everyone's schedules. Yes, but there definitely will be one. At least def- I feel like we're more. at least going to get like one fat rumor that week. I would hope. I don't even. I don't know. It's 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 hard to get a read on what this football team wants to do, and I think that's more fun. But it, it would it would be great to see like what they're actually <clears throat> trying to do, and then. Yeah, but yeah. Know. So definitely a pod next week, and then we're definitely the week before. I think our plan was. We're going to run through another Eagle seven rounder and maybe one more full one through 32 mock. Yes. And then a, I think right after the draft, we were saying a post rapid reaction. You'll probably hear. And then, so yeah, that'll definitely be up by Friday morning. 29th. We'll definitely record. And then my guess is that Sunday we record our, all of our draft thoughts. Yes. Cause after, so day one is on Thursday. Day two is on Friday. Day three, Three is on Saturday. And then even maybe a few UDFAs we might like. And then we'll probably, once you know, watch the tape, see what we like, see what we <clears> see. Because they're, they're, they're bound to be players we don't know that get picked. Oh, yeah, at the end, yeah, 100%. It's not like did, like, we don't work in the front office for a reason. There was a couple guys, like, we knew Quez Watkins and we knew John Hightower. I didn't know who. I didn't you know, know who Quez Watkins was, actually. You really didn't know Quez Watkins. I, did, I, I knew John Hightower. I, knew, I didn't know Casey Tuhill. I knew I mean, Two Hill. I knew pretty much. I knew obviously we knew Rager, Hertz, Taylor, Wallace. I didn't really know Jack Driscoll. I knew I knew Jack Driscoll and Tega Wanogo because my roommate is a big Auburn guy. I knew Prince Tega, who's not here anymore. No, he's, he's, he, he's on a Hightower, futures contract somewhere else. And I knew Bradley because Temple, like the random, like AB, like ABC Philadelphia reported that the Eagles were interested in Bradley. I knew Bradley because Temple. Yeah, and so watch out for new podcasts. We'll see. New podcasts are coming. Hopefully the whole gang's here. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Hopefully we get some juicy rumors. If not, take a one maybe. Maybe some mocks. Hopefully some meetings. And with that being said, that's all from us behind the birds, me and Jay. Stay tuned for more. And leave us five stars, please. Please.